The Fed has again pushed back against market pricing for a March rate cut. And now markets are saying they expect only a 50-50 chance of a cut. It was 80% a week ago. That's coming up in our five things in five minutes. And then in our bonus deep dive interview, ANZ New Zealand's chief economist Sharon Zollner explains why the RBNZ is now likely to cut first in August rather than February next year. The economic data has weakened a lot since its last monetary policy statement in late November. That conundrum that the Reserve Bank had of, you know, is why isn't monetary policy working better um, is gone. Basically, uh, the, they are getting traction, clearly. So that is perhaps a reason to think that they will feel comfortable cutting earlier than we thought before. But first, in 5 and 5 with ANZ, in global markets overnight, the focus was on Fed speak from Fed Atlanta President Rafael Bostic, who pushed back again against the market's view a rate cut is possible in March. He says a September quarter cut is more likely. That helped bed in this week's pullback in bond markets. The two-year Treasury yield consolidated around 4.35% overnight. That's up 20 basis points from the beginning of the week. The US dollar, therefore, remains firm. The Aussie dollar was steady overnight at around 65.63 US cents at 5 o'clock Sydney Melbourne time, but still down more than a cent on the week. The Kiwi dollar was also solid overnight around 61.07 US cents, also down around about a cent on the week. Number two, those comments this morning from Atlanta Fed President Bostic were among the last before a 10-day blackout on comments before the Fed's next rate-setting meeting on January 31st. That's Wednesday after next. ANZ's head of G3 Economics, Brian Martin, was listening closely too. Well, he's certainly not rushing into an early rate cut by the FOMC. He's acknowledged the improvement in inflation. He's acknowledged greater balance returning to the labour market. But he still wants to see further evidence that the improvements that we are seeing in the data and the rebalancing of the economy are going to be ones that deliver a return in inflation sustainably to 2%. Number three, financial markets did seem to be listening to this latest central bank governor telling them to back off a bit with the early rate hike talk. Here's Brian again. The markets rode back a bit from its optimism that rate cuts were definitely coming in March. Uh, We're seeing a much more balanced view now with the market pricing moving closer to 50-50 than 80% where it was at the end of last week. I think the market's taking on board the fact that some of the data has really been quite strong. Uh, We had a very robust retail sales report for December. Uh, We've had initial claims out this morning, uh, which were showing that the number of layoffs in the economy slowed significantly at the start of January. Um, Initial claims were at their lowest level, I think, for 16 months, in which case, you know, that's indicating that you could get quite a strong labour market report for January as well. Number four, Australia's labour market delivered a surprise drop in employment of 65,000 in December, albeit with a couple of upwards revisions from already solid numbers in October and November. Markets had expected jobs growth of about fifteen to twenty thousand. Here's ANZ economist in Australia, Blair Chapman, explaining what it means for the RBA. So I think today's data, uh, we'd already had them on hold until later in the year, and I think this just reaffirms that. So inflation's still above their target and uh, not expected to reach uh, the midpoint of the band anytime soon. And so uh, a weaker labour market means there's less imperative for them to increase rates in the near term and 
potentially uh, is an indicator that they're likely to decrease rates in the future. So at the moment, though, we don't expect them to be moving rates until uh, November this year. Number five. And finally, Vietnam's GDP growth in the December quarter was 6.8% from the same quarter a year ago. That was faster than expected, although it's down from the 8% seen the previous year. ANZ economist Aaron Dam Chakraborty says higher exports were the driving force. Yeah, so China and the United States are the two major importers of Vietnamese exports. And within the categories, the details show that, you know, electronics, machinery and transport equipment and uh, food and agricultural products, over 56% of Vietnam's exports, and uh, they grew quite healthily in the last quarter. Arundam Chakraborty there. Now, in our bonus deep dive, ANZ's New Zealand chief economist Sharon Zollner explains why she has changed her call for when the Reserve Bank of New Zealand will deliver its first rate cut, bringing it forward from February next year to August this year and lowering the expected terminal rate for the official cash rate to 3.5% by August next year, rather than a terminal rate of 4.75%. So the main reason we see that happening is that by the September quarter, on our forecasts, we'll have inflation back in the band, unemployment will be above 5% and still rising, uh, and we estimate that the, the economy will still be running at below capacity. So we judge that at that point, the Reserve Bank will be comfortable that they've done enough. The market, of course, thinks uh, that they will be cutting before that in May. And we wouldn't rule that out, certainly. But basically, although we've made good progress on getting inflation down, there is still a very long way to go. And while some of the indicators are suggesting that there definitely is a lot more disinflation in the pipeline, there's also some signs that perhaps inflation's a bit sticky. So, for example, the proportion of firms intending to raise their prices in the next three months has actually been rising for four or five months now. And also the business surveys, both ours and the quarterly survey of business opinion, which was also out this week, uh, are showing signs of an uptick in the economy towards the end of last year. So that goes some way to offsetting the news that the economy has actually been weaker than was known earlier in 2023. So the last RBNZ statement was more than seven weeks ago. Just how much has the economy weakened since then? Since the Reserve Bank sounded really hawkish in November, the GDP data came out actually surprisingly weak. And what that showed was that not only growth was weaker than expected in the third quarter of last year, but also that it was weaker than we knew through quite a bunch of quarters before that. The revisions went back quite some way and were actually enough to see the trajectory of GDP change from upwards to flat. And in fact, if you look at a per capita measure, down, clearly down, with actually down 3% year on year. So that conundrum that the Reserve Bank had of, you know, is why isn't monetary policy working better, um, is gone, basically. Uh, the, they are getting traction, clearly. So that is perhaps a reason to think that they will feel comfortable cutting earlier than we thought before. However, there's still a long way to go, and not all the ducks are lining up yet. Uh, There are a couple running off in their own direction. One is the proportion of firms who intend to raise their prices in the next three months. That's actually been rising for about five months. And the gap between where it is and where it would have been if it had continued on its previous trajectory downwards is getting pretty large, actually. So it's not just a pause for a cup of tea. It's actually holding things up. Uh, And that's perhaps one of the reasons why the Reserve Bank expressed quite a lot of impatience in November. 
What else is pushing against a rate cut soon? The other thing is that quite a lot of the demand indicators in the quarterly survey of business opinion actually picked up at the end of last year. And that is actually nice to see some corroboration of our own business outlook survey, which has been saying that for some time, but has been kind of a lone voice. Uh, But now it's got some more singers in the choir, suggesting that although the economy has been weaker than we knew, it might actually be rebounding. That is, previous weak growth doesn't necessarily mean the economy is falling into a deep, dark hole that only interest rate cuts can save it from. It could also mean that future growth will be stronger. It could be more of a timing effect, that essentially the largest impact of monetary policy is behind us, and in fact, in fact the economy is rebounding now. So that's good news, as long as it turns out that um, the inflation is still beaten. So the Reserve Bank will remain cautious of the risk that the economy could rebound before they've actually done enough. So they will want to leave all options on the table, including potentially another hike. So when might we find out more? Because the RBNZ isn't due to make its next formal statement until February 28. Basically, we've got CPI data coming up very soon, and, and we're not expecting any nasty surprises for the Reserve Bank at all. But if there was one, then yes, they could hike again. But the market is in the mood to price cuts. And we think they're probably getting a little bit too gung-ho on that front at the moment. Sharon Zolmer there. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was 5 and 5 with ANZ for Friday, January the 19th. Catch you on Monday with a deep dive interview with Adelaide Timbrell on the difficult outlook for CBD retail property in Australia. This podcast contains general information only, not investment advice. You should obtain advice for your personal circumstances before making any investment decisions. Please view the podcast disclaimer available via your media player or email.